0: monday everybody welcome back to brown bag bets powered by BetSports. we are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks i'm alex christensen and joining me as always all his children healthy as far as we know mr andy Molliter, how goes it
1: not so fast my friends no the older one now has the flu and a fever she's barfing and mm. it's a whole thing i don't know i've been snapchatting with her we don't we haven't bought her a phone because I'm not buying an 11 year old a phone, no. but she can have Snapchat on her iPad. So she, we Snapchat text. That's how she texts me. Left her home alone. Sick. I didn't, I didn't want to bring her here. She didn't want to come here. So she just laying there, miserable, sweating and coughing and barfing. I feel horrible for her. I'm going to bring her some soup for lunch and hopefully uh, she can sit there and enjoy Brazil, South Korea by herself. But uh, as we, uh, that's
0: we, what all young girls would love to do.
1: I hate to even mention this out loud. This feels like a really bad way to jinx it, but I have the under in the first match. We're at the 75th Ooh. minute. I have under two and a quarter, which means two goals is half a half a push, half a win. 15 minutes plus a god-awful amount of stoppage time because it's the 2022 World Cup, and there's been a goal and five substitutions already in the second half, so I'm guessing six
0: minutes. At least four minutes, five minutes.
1: Yeah, so I have half hour maybe of sweatiness here before, but the fun part is, not only for my bet, the fun part about this is the possibility of penalty kicks. And if anyone doesn't understand the rules, we are no longer in group play where a tie will just end. They will play a half hour of extra soccer, and it is not, man, overtime rules are just so confusing, sport to sport, but anyone that doesn't know the rules, it's not golden goal, it's not sudden death. You can score as many goals as you want in extra time. A team could win extra time. You know, can go to extra time 1-1 and win six to one. Things happen. You can go to extra time 1-1. One, one, you know, um, one, one. It can be 3-3 three, three at the end of extra time and then you go to penalties. So they'll play two 15-minute halves. They'll take a really short break in between the two 15-minute halves. Not only that, but the first 15-minute, both 15-minute halves will have extra time as well. Usually just a minute, maybe two at the most if there's an injury. So it is it is goofy seeing overtime because you can get really excited about an overtime goal, but I've seen it where, you know, one team scores and the other team equalizes and we end up in penalties anyway. I will be cheering for penalties because not only I have a friend who bet every game to go to penalties in the <laughs> knockout rounds, he's <laughs> waiting for waiting for one, but penalties are the, I, it's the most entertaining thing in these tournament style, you know, it's, it's so nerve wracking. And I don't, I'm not even sure. It's honestly a very good way to settle a game. Because it'd t- be like ending the NBA finals with a three point shootout. Maybe not even three point, like half court. Like, hey, yeah, blindfold, like half, half right, court. No, no, no. Like, get, get weird. And we're going to let Bobon stand under the net right? and right. try to block him. It, it's, it's, it's odd. But it's a three point shootout
0: with a guy standing at the free throw line going like this.
1: Yeah. Re- regardless, it's fun. And, Oh, man. Yeah. Like I, wacky
0: some, will, tube men.
1: I feel like he, he went through it. He feel like over the last few World Cups, we've had at least two games in every World Cup go to penalties. And I think the most was five in the knockouts. So I, I doubt we'll go the whole knockout round without some penalty kicks, which will be just electric. I'm here for it. But uh, the it's later match. Easier. get get a a little cagey guys and and we'll have some better matchups like let's face it france france spain even the netherlands and u.s those were those were not teams that were evenly matched i mean and let's let's get to the pick right now for the late game because these are also teams that are not evenly matched but south korea is a squirrely ass team and they if you saw them play earlier in the group rounds they have some they have some players and they have some skill and they might put one on goal here. It might be when they're down three nil, but I, I really I, I really t- was tempted to place both teams to score an over two and a half, but I ended up on the over two and three quarters here, minus one oh four. This is uh again, if you don't remember the Asian handicap thing, it's two separate bets. One is at two and a half goals over the other's at three. So if three goals were scored, I win half a bet. If four goals are scored, I win the whole bet. If two or fewer, I lose everything and I go home sad for the ninth day in a row here at the World Cup. But Brazil clearly much much better. I know they've had some players in and out of the lineup, but it is a incredibly strong lineup for an Asian team. These Asian teams like they have been. I'm gonna keep saying squirrely, but they've been frisky at this cup. Even Iran was very close to equalizing with the U.S. and going through. Obviously, Japan right now is. You know, in the 80th minute, tied with a European team, but I really do think South Korea has a decent chance chance of getting one through. And at that point, if South Korea were to score, and this stayed under, like I, I don't know, I would maybe just quit betting altogether. Is like, Neymar but, playing? Do we know? Brazil. Oh, it's Vinny Junior, baby. That's my guy. It's I, I. You know what? I might bet some Vinicius Junior to score anytime goal as well. But I'm waiting, waiting for lineups yet. But I expect, uh, obviously, it's the knockouts. We are going through some strong, strong lineups here. So,
0: second half
1: highest scoring half. Venetius Jr. Yeah, I don't hate that either. So I'll be on the over two. I'll be on the over two and three quarters, and that leads us right into the afternoon, where I will do some more writing, take some meetings, and then take a little deep breath and get right back into it with football. Last night, Drew and I on the halftime show took the Cowboys' second half. And we did this about did a go? month ago. Yeah, well, we did this about a month ago. So we did it about a month ago, and we took the Cowboys' second half, and they were quickly down 7 nothing in that second half as a favorite. And then they came out and scored like the next, you know, 15, 21, whatever it was. It was a weird amount, I feel like. And I'm like, oh, here we go again. Colts went down and scored. And... The uh, Cowboys were down seven-nothing as a three and a half point second half favorite. Didn't look back from there. In fact, they scored the second most amount of points ever in a fourth quarter in the history of this grand old league, all the way back to the 20s. That was a absolute ass kicking in the fourth quarter. It felt good to get an easy one. Hopefully, we have some an angle this afternoon. That was one too where Drew and I just immediately were both like, well, the Cowboys stats kind of point to just playing them in the second half here. So it felt good to have an easy one. Too. And then I, I have no bet in this one. I have a couple teasers tied to New Orleans. Um, nothing major, though. Some smaller teasers. Right now, it has been New Orleans. Money coming in, it's down to plus three. There were three and a halfs available earlier. It's total ticking up a little at some places, but there are 41s available if you like that over. I don't have a strong take either way on this game. If you made me bet it with a, like a, a pistol pointed at me, it would be the saints just because the Buccaneers do still seem a little lost, but they still have the, they still probably have the better team. This, this number's about right. And Ryan McGee asking quick question before we get to some more football stuff, do extra time goals count towards the over, under or cut off after regulation? So unless you have a book that has some sort of weird prop, no. Once, once the 90th minute has, you know, and extra t- or added time is done. That settles all bets. So you're three way. If you bet a money line, you know, the two teams and the draw, that settles at that point. If it's a draw, it's a draw. It doesn't matter who wins the match after that. The draw cashes. If it's over or under at that point, nothing else matters. I, I don't think anytime goal scorers actually count in extra time either for the most part. I could be yeah. wrong on that. I, I really doubt they almost do, all
0: but, books are first 90 minutes plus yeah. stoppage time, not you know plus, overtime. Yeah
1: so and, and on the side too if you were betting so if if a game were to go to extra time or even penalties that's what the advance lines are there are croatia to advance japan to advance you'll see those lines that means they don't have to win the game they don't have to win an extra time they just have to be you know either winning the game extra time or in penalties so that's uh that's where you'll see those advanced lines and they say to advance until the final And then they change the wording and it'll say to lift the cup because you can't advance from the final, which is a fun bet. It's a fun bet to make is this team to lift the cup.
0: It is good. I do like the wording. I wish that's how they would word the championship lines for hockey, right? To lift the cup,
1: to lift the cup, to hoist, to hoist the Lombardi. That'd be a lot cooler if people followed soccer in some ways, but uh, in other ways, not so much. Can you imagine added time in the NFL? Or just like you, you it's third down, you let the clock run out, and then you wait for a ref to hold up a number to see how much time Patrick but What's the statistic?
0: Done. There's only like ten minutes of actual football during a football game. Yeah. And there's sixty minutes on the clock. So to get sixty minutes of football <laughs> it's have, what about <laughs> three hours to play a football game? They would have 50 to go minute, about fifteen eighteen hours. Yeah. Now like cricket, it'd
1: have to be over two, three days. Yeah, they have to have lunch break like cricket, but I digress. We all digress. And we're going to bet some first touchdown scores. You got some, uh, not a, I was going to say a litany. It's not, it's only a five pack tonight, a little lighter. I'm guessing there's some really heavy favorites in the uh, wide receiver and running back rooms.
0: Yeah, it's the concentration in some of these primetime games. You know, again, we saw last night, C.D. Lamb picks up the first touchdown. Really felt like it was going to be one of those three Cowboys. So, trying to keep the list a little shorter, and there's just not really much value down the board. You know, it's kind of the double problem of it's tough to talk yourself into betting someone at single digits. Um, you know, Fournette is six to one. We don't even know if he's going to be the lead back tonight. Rashad White is five, six to one. Again, we think he's going to be the lead back tonight, but you can't feel great about those. Uh, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Evan to one godwin eight to one i actually don't hate those numbers um those are pretty much right where i have them but you look at the matchup those seem like the most likely guys from my perspective tampa bay goes first um but as you look a little further down the list really like this number for Taysom hill um 16 to one i was able to find 15s out there anything 15 to one or looks better for Sort of the ultimate gadget player, if you will. The New Orleans Saints love to use him in creative ways. He's a receiving back. He's a running back. They'll run kind of some uh, RPOs with him and stuff like that. Just gets an abundance of targets inside the red zone. And this Tampa Bay Buccaneers team generally is only good at kind of stopping rushing touchdowns. So to try to look for players that maybe the Saints are going to be a little more creative with. Um, start with Taysom Hill. Really like him at 15-1 to one or better. Julio Jones. Um one of the best ways to score against the saints team is at the wide receiver position. Again, that's why I wouldn't mind maybe a Mike Evans, Chris Godwin bet as well. Maybe work them into like a same game parlay or something fun like that. But, Julio Jones doesn't play often, but when he does, he gets red zone targets. Um, As a red zone target or more, I believe, in all five, six games, I think it's maybe five of the six games he's played so far. Um, I think there's a great chance here that the Saints defense, again, focusing on Evans and Godwin, will miss that middle of the field where Julio has been really good, again, especially down in the red zone. Had a first touchdown, I think, just two weeks ago. I can't remember if that was a first touchdown or just a touchdown, but love the targets he's getting. Anything 18 To one or better on Julio. Looks good. Adam Troutman. Again, this Tampa Bay defense, really tough against the rush. Pretty good on the edges against some of your wide receivers, but has given up a lot of touchdowns to tight ends this year. Um, No Jawan Johnson going for the New Orleans Saints tonight. That brings in Adam Troutman. Um, who has had a decent chunk of red zone targets, even when competing for Jawan Johnson here, just really like his opportunity here for a catch and a score, anything 20 to one or better looks good. And then again, have to play both quarterbacks here. Not that they are mobile rushing quarterbacks, but at 50 to one or better on both of these guys, neither team is afraid to use their quarterback close to the goal line. Um, don't know if Tom Brady has a touchdown yet this year. I believe Andy Galton does. So again, happy to play both quarterbacks here at 50 to 1 because that's just kind of how we do it. So quarterbacks, a tight end, a wide receiver and whatever Taysom Hill is.
1: Whatever Taysom Hill. That sounds really nice.
0: But he's not a quarterback. He's not a tight end. Should we call him a halfback? We
1: go with that old college position of halfback. Yeah, he's a he's a it's like when they get into the NFL combine and someone is just listed as like athlete.
0: Yeah, what was Percy like,
1: Harvin? He's not that fast, but like. Ooh, you know what? what you know him. what term doesn't get used as much anymore because I think he's too big for this, but scat back. When mm. people used to say scat back, that was a big thing like, I don't know, a decade ago. It's probably scat back then. Oh, it, really when, when somebody was a third down, like running back that would come in a lot for third downs, like, oh, this is your scat back coming in. So I don't know, but Taysom Hill is probably underutilized. Like, he is dangerous in space. They should get him the ball more. He's like, He's fast enough, and he's bleeping huge. So, all right, uh, one college bet I did put this in, and uh, I am betting against an eight and one team here. They head on the road, not very far though. They head down to LIU Brooklyn, which is the not. It's not. You know what? It's not LIU. It is LIU Brooklyn. There was two LIU schools that combined a few years ago. Cause it used to be the LIU blackbirds. And then they combined with like another school that was like in town or something that also was called LIU. And now they're the sharks. So shark week for me, I was more, more excited or definitely excited to see my friend Dwayne D money was on this as well, because this is my only look today. My only Always look in a, in a few days, but yes, uh, you Lowell is fine. They're a very good team. Their defense has played well. They haven't played very many good teams They've only played one decent team really at all. They played Rutgers actually kept that game pretty close, honestly, but they're another team where, and I think I've faded them in the past and it it didn't go very well, but another one where, Hey, guess what? Yeah, it was Merrimack. Merrimack just couldn't keep it close. That was annoying, but uh, again, not a high free throw rate team and definitely a team that turns the ball over too much. In fact, they turned the ball over like 30 percent of possessions versus merrimack that day like my, my thesis was right just merrimack couldn't put the ball through the damn hoop and their defense did play pretty well that day so heading on the road after a game at sacred heart on saturday so a little bit of a bouncing around spot here but i like getting 15 and a half i make this like 10. and yeah i know it's a team that's probably ranked about 350th in the damn nation Against an eight and one team, but that's kind of what you get when you're betting on 15 and a half point underdogs. So a lot of points. It is a ton of points. Like I just, I just need a five, team five to... six possessions. Yeah, just just keep it respectable. Don't lose by thirty. No. Dan says LIU Brooklyn and LIU Post merge athletics departments, and nobody liked it. That's the story there. Well, most people don't like Long Island anyway, so it's consistent. Nobody, nobody likes change ever. So. NBA, it's been a while since I bet NBA because I missed a couple days, so I just I, and I didn't get a chance to actually take in the show for the most part. So I missed some NBA bets. Definitely going to make some tonight because I'm running a hot streak right now. I'm, like I said, the Cowboys. Uh, when we do place those halftime bets, they're not they're not always for the same amount. Just spoiler alert. When we him and Haw, and it takes us ten minutes to come up with a bet, and we finally just be like, all right, fine, we'll bet this. Those aren't very big bets. When Drew and I come into the room and we both already have the bet picked out and we want it bad, like those are almost normal sized bets. So it was very <laughs> nice to have a normal sized bet. Uh not start out so hot and then just thunder truck. So happy it's to have nice a
0: nice big Sunday night bet, you know. All the accounts yeah. look flush on Monday morning. You don't have to send anybody anything, no
1: oh, use of apostrophe. Lovely. Lovely, lovely. So I am looking for, uh, yeah, I'm looking for something to reinvest that money on today, noobs. Can you sell me this pen?
0: I will sell you some pens. I got, I guess, three pens in this case. Um, A team total under, an under, and an underdog. It's going to be an underful Monday, I hope, here today. Um, Start with the Orlando Magic. They host the Milwaukee Bucks. The Bucks fully healthy here tonight. Um, Chris Middleton probable. Have just been a really great lockdown defensive team. You look on the Magic side of the ball. Palabankaro is playing tonight, but no Jalen Suggs. That leaves them basically with no guards here. It's going to be really hard for them. Honestly, even to advance the ball up the floor and get into an offense low and try to score on this Milwaukee team. Um, generally, the Bucks do very well against some of these poor teams. Um, what we'll see is I'm pretty sure a blowout tonight. Again, the Bucs, nine and a half point favorites here on the road. That can be pretty good for an under, but historically the Bucs lock down on some of these smaller teams and do very well defensively as big favorites here. So had the magic here closer to 105 instead of the 108, 108 and a half we're getting right now. Going to go under. 108.5 for the Magic on their team total tonight again. Um, don't mind if you want to lay the points at the Bucks, but happy to just kind of keep it simple here and focus on the Magic and their terrible offense without any guards. The Houston Rockets, um, you can actually get a little better number than this. They're plus 8.5 actually hosting my Philadelphia 76ers. Last game of a road trip for the Sixers and – I think the market here may be overreacting a little bit to this, maybe as a bounce back spot. The Sixers lost their last two games. It's the final game of a road trip. Again, this is a spot historically where teams will try their best and really, you know, lock in to try to get a victory here. But um, this should be a tough matchup for Philadelphia. Historically, they've really struggled against small, um, high scoring guards. Jalen Green should do really well tonight. Kevin Porter Jr. should be a good night for him. Um, you know, even without Maxie and Harden and the better defensive players on the floor, um, really like this matchup matchup you know from a basketball perspective for the Rockets my model came back with this close to the Rockets plus four as well so a lot of things lining up for me here I happen to take the Rockets I took eight you can get an eight and a half right now again I think anything seven or higher looks good to me and then Pacers Warriors under 236 and a half just some 237s popping up if you have a chance to grab that right now but no Tyrese Halliburton for Indiana means pretty much no offense there's no Tyrese Halliburton no Chris Duarte that really takes away two of their biggest creators in terms of guard play the offense has struggled without Duarte already so no Halliburton it's going to be really tough for this Pacers team to put up a good number and again kind of similar to what I talked about for the Magic and the Bucks, the Warriors defense has been really good especially at home against some of these poor teams they've had plenty of time to rest and should be up for this game tonight Um, just decided to play the total under here as opposed to the Pacers team total under Um, showed a bigger edge here I had this total closer to 232 maybe 233 so anything 236 or higher happy to play the under there in general Andy I think we're going to start to see some unders coming your kind of average total score has been dropping the last three or four days um, while the market is still having its totals rise up so I think we'll start to see those cross a little bit should hopefully be an underful couple days let's get started tonight Magic team total under 108 and a half Pacers Warriors under 236 and a half and the Rockets underdog plus eight and a half maybe they'll go in under there that makes the, uh, the plus more valuable
1: I'm nervous to uh, try to assuage my nervousness didn't you see that video of Steph Curry at like a shoot around making a million shots?
0: <laughs> My guess is if they're up by a lot of points, he probably won't be on the floor too long. It's the other that's good fair, thing about fair. this Warriors team. You do a good job of calling state, people. Yeah.
1: Game state matters. It always matters. So
0: it does. It's important.
1: It is very important. So always always keep an eye on that. And yeah, maybe I think you've you solved it there. So
0: we'll try our best. Speaking of trying our best. Tennis and continues. you know where
1: else? Game state matters. It's when a game is 1-1 late in the knockouts, teams tend to sh- turn into a little bit of a shell because you have extra time. You don't want to be the team that overcommits to the moving players forward and then gets ke- built, beat on a counter very late. So the under two and a quarter for half a win holds 1-1. We are at break Croatia and oh, good break we'll head to extra time. First extra time of the knockout, it's exciting. And the anyone who uses flash score knows about the the flashing red dot when a goal is almost going to be scored. Very tilting the Japan's flag. It looks just like that. Like every time <laughs> I look at it I'm like shit. Shit, they're going to score. And it's no, it's just their flag. So but um men's tennis does not exist this week. Women just keep playing. And this is in France, correct?
0: Indeed, France. We stay indoors we're more indoor hardcore European tennis. We're indoor. It's next to France, basically. It's like surrounded by France kind of in a way. Yeah. Um, So they just move slightly Eastern to Angers. I'm not actually sure where Angers is, but I guess it has to be Eastern just by definition of where Andorra is. Staying indoors, um, again, a lot of early matches. Nothing for today. There is two matches left to come out. So Vatska is a short favorite against Ponch. It wouldn't be the worst idea if you were looking for some action this afternoon. Blinkov is a huge favorite over Zuger. That makes sense. I have no way to talk into the underdog, but two matches I like a very big underdog early tomorrow morning, and we're going back to the first set overs here. Jacqueline, um, Jacqueline, Adina, Christian, Adina. Who knows? Goes against Rebecca Peterson. Peterson, a very solid player. Um, you know, the high-ranking Swede was really on the come up a couple years ago, but has really struggled with injury. Her body. Cannot stay healthy, is co- is constantly twisting and, and having a lot of soft tissue injuries, but has been healthy here the last couple months. Um, I don't believe she won the tournament, made it all the way to the finals last weekend. And Dora comes in here in very good form. Um, Christian is coming off a big injury here and has really struggled to get back into form. But if she's playing this tournament and she's even close to healthy, this should be. Higher than plus 200 Um, really struggling with this number I think it's a big overreaction to again what Peterson did last week, combined with what Christian has not been able to do honestly the last month or so so it's a little bit of a poke on a player that is not in great form because she's working away back from injury, but these are perfect conditions for Christian. She really str- um, plays her best tennis indoors and in some of these quicker fast courts. Again, I think she has been working herself into shape a little bit. So try to buy a little early here, plus 300 and plus five games. Again, I had this closer to plus 200 and plus four. Um, so happy to take the underdog. This will be early tomorrow morning. And then first set over here is Shua Zhang, Alicia parks, Alicia parks. Great for us last week, won a bunch of matches. Um, Playing some really good tennis, and I think she'll be able to challenge Zhang here. Um, looking at both players, the total looks a little short here. I'm not sure that the market is appropriately adjusted for this being indoors. I'm looking at a 21, at which should be a 21 and a half, maybe a 22. But looking at the rhythm of the way both of these women play matches, that classic WTA style of long first set, 7-6 seven, seven, into some shorter sets. So just going to take the over nine and a half. That was right around even money um we'll have to. we'll be happy to do the stack if i can find it anywhere it's been tough finding lines on some of these smaller matches with everything else going on so if you have it grab some over 10 and a half and some over 12 and a half as well but a big underdog christian money line and take the spread there as well and then first set over in the zhang parks match those will all be tomorrow
1: zhang parks all right cool and as Dan pointed out, yes, it's a French word, so it's pronounced silly, and it is... I've actually heard this one before. I'm not sure I'd have done a great job without him writing the uh, phonetic spelling, but it is Angers. Ange. Because why the fuck not? Like, like, you just don't pronounce consonants in French. Angers. Yeah, they're incredibly wasteful when it comes to letters. Although Angers would be about the same one. I don't know. It's like Either you way.
0: France is a huge tongue that's always in the way.
1: Why can't we just say Nice. Why can't we just say angers? Oh, I get I get hell from so I I ooh. This almost took a weird turn. So because I was about to say hard r, which has other connotations, hmm. but Midwesterners do just in in normal there's a lot of words that end in r and we do say r is pretty hard and that is not what they do in Europe. So as I learned German as a youth, boy, I I caught a lot of shit for that. Like Andy <laughs> like don't say your R like that. You say it like a soft L. So we will uh you yeah, know we'll be looking for Croatia. I'd like to see either team advance, honestly. So I'll They're probably get are. my wish. I'm I'm just happy they both had a lot of fun. And you know what? I I well truthfully, I hope because I like money, I hope Brazil scores a Brazilian goals today and I just win. But it would be funny if I got a half win in each, if it were two goals and three goals, because two half wins equal one full win. One whole win. That's one whole win. So let's go Brazil. Lots and lots and lots of goals. And let's go penalty kicks. That would be fun. Let's go tennis. Let's go on Jay. Hit the thumbs up if you're watching. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining the chat. Thanks for everything. We'll see you tomorrow.